in-between time is, this podcast is meant to capture the in-between time. The moments when you're very happy, the moments when you're experiencing sadness, the moments when you are lost in a thought and you're trying to trail your way out. It's explaining those moments that we all have, but we don't, we, we all have those moments, but we, we, we don't always know how to explain how we got through it, how we made it to the other side. And that's what Monday nights are for us. Monday nights, when me and Kwame get together, we discuss everything that we kind of express throughout the week, either personal, on the podcast, um, what we said here, what we said in our snaps that we send back to back, back and forth. And this week, I believe Kwame starts us out. So let's go. Hello. 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 Howdy. 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 Howdy and howdy. How close? Okay, that's my answer for him. Okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the grocery store real fast. Wait, who calls it? The grocery store closes at ten. Friend. Christopher, where did you go, sir? Make sure I unlock myself out here. Good, sir. Well, I'm assuming something happened. Um, so until Christopher comes back, welcome and welcome to our... Um, weekly sync of in-between time. We've kind of both been rocking and rolling in the world of the world. Um, so, yeah, we're coming back. And we're back. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect. I don't know what happened earlier. Not sure. Not sure at all. All right. Technical uh, things happen. You know, you know, it's the way of the world, girl. It it's the is. way of the world. Look, it is the world, girl. Um, 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 um. what was I gonna say to you? Okay, yeah. Um, Regent Corey left earlier today. Okay. They headed to the other friend's home, and I'll be flying out tomorrow in the morning. So yeah, it was a great visit. I think that no, I don't think anything. It was just a great visit. Okay. Like, it was a wonderful visit. Like it was good to have people from home right yes. here. Um yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It was just good. I mean it was just you know, you meet up with old friends and just like we didn't go nowhere. I was gonna ask what y'all got into, but y'all just kinda like kicked it and caught up kicked We um on Friday on Friday we went to a concert. Okay. I forgot what the man's name was. But it was like an old school R&B artist. Like somebody who was popular like the 70s and 80s. 
But like I knew like two or three songs, it was nice. Okay. I forgot what it was, and I'm gonna figure it out, and I'll probably put it in the next episode. It was actually really good. Like the background singers were good, the drummer was good, girl. It was at this place called City Winery, which apparently is everywhere. City Winery. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's one like in major cities. I think a lot of people perform there, so it was good. It was. It was, it was good. Um, and then, and we were with his friend that was here. And then on Saturday, hold on, I'm going to put my phone in my pocket. So if you stop here, let me know. Okay. My pocket. Okay. So on, sat, on Saturday. Saturday. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That same Friday, so after we left the we went to the place called The Alley in here in Boston. Okay. You know, I haven't really been to a lot of the gay joints, but like his friend knew a lot of them. And so that way, he was like, this is the age appropriate one. So we went in there, and it definitely was appropriate. They had booths, they had drinks, they had pool, they had a cute small little dance floor. We didn't do any dancing, but it was just cute to be around other gays, surely. And to have a place that I can kind of like be like, oh, okay, I can come here, technically. Like, it was nice and age appropriate. We were all there. We had our drinks. It was mm-hmm. four of us. We had a good time. Um, that was Friday. Then Saturday, we all got together, went to Boston Common, mm-hmm. went to the yard, went to the expensive area over there in Seaport, had some food. All day, they was tired, you know. East Coast is all about that walking life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we was walking, and they was like, oh, my God, why we walking? We on vacation. I was like, girl, this is That's Coast. what you do. <laughs> Get into it. And so um, to the East Coast, baby. Saturday, yeah, and then Sunday we ended up going to my place of work. We ate there, and mm-hmm. then rolled, little left there. We did something else on Sunday. Oh, and then we did the grill outside. And one of my people, one of my, somebody showed up that I know here, but everybody couldn't because it was so last minute. But okay. so we sat outside and we had grill. We had hamburgers, hot dogs, just some R and B. You know the whole shindig. It had rained earlier the day before, and then Monday came, and it was sunny outside. But they was just tired. We was, uh, you know, remember that day when we all when we hung out, we were out all day. Yes. And then the next day, we was like, it's just gonna be sleep because we out did ourselves. (laughs) We had one of those moments on Monday, and then and then today it was more sunny outside, and then and then then of course they were hot because I don't have I don't have like. I don't have an air conditioning unit, and I don't have okay. AC on purpose, girl, because I don't want it, okay? So they was they was adjusting to the hotness. Mm-hmm. Like by the time they left, they were like, ooh, it's hot. But I was like, remember, it's 104. I live. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 70 here. So like, right. it ain't that hot. Like, let's come on. Like, let's not be real. It's not that hot. So it was good, though. <laughs> it was fun. Um, and then, yeah. And then so today, they um, went over to his the other friend he knows here's house. He went to college with him, so he's on him way longer than me. Okay. But it was just glad. It was good to have them here. And yeah. I've talked to you before just about, like, you know, none of my other family members have come here yet or anything like that. But yeah. Reggie and Corey, right. those, those two, Reggie and Corey, they are my, like, mm, I love both of them with almost my all. And so to have them here, to have them see where I'm at, to have them be like, okay, like, I see you're doing good, like, keep going, was just mm-hmm. really good. Really good to hear, really good to feel, you know, really good to just vibe out with my friends. Right. So, it was dope. I had a good time this weekend, friend. 
But what I realized is like I didn't do anything on the podcast this week and I didn't do anything last week either. And I was walking today and I was like, what have I been up to? So I went back and listened and I was like, oh, well, girl, look, I've been living life. Ain't nothing. You've been living, right? Went down and nothing. Like, I've just been living life, girl. Like, that's what I've been doing. I've been living it. No, the end. I, I feel you there too. Because I feel like the more life I'm living, the more likely it is I like forget to put an insert or it's forget mm-hmm. to come back. Um, mm-hmm. But that's when you got a life going, life is going. And not that we're trying to neglect the podcast. At all, at, at all, y'all. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, like, life is living, living this life. I mean, we, we said we was gonna run. We're gonna run. I'm sorry, but we're gonna run. So, and we've been running. We have been running. I've had, and I've had a good time. Okay? Yeah, I've had a good time. Plus, the world is going crazy. But like, I mean, that's we. Well, what can we do? But yeah. that world you know. is gonna world, and that's gonna be that. <laughs> And the crazy thing is, like, I'm still on a hunt for, you know, a job, still working with the agency. It was so funny because, you know, boyfriend and I were talking and I was telling him, you know, yo, I'm excited about this, um, this Apollo interview because it's with, well, in the, this should be news, but basically the Apollo is getting a new president or they have a new president and they haven't had a different president for like, I think 20 years. And so mm-hmm. that president is looking for an admin. And so I'm actually going to be meeting with her tomorrow. Come morning. on now. Um, Come on now. See if we're a good fit. So I'm excited about that. Um, it's so time at the Apollo. Come on. Let's go ahead. About it. And he was like, yo, actually, I, you've been interviewing since we started talking. And I was like, yeah. And now we're going on a good smooth two months. That's how long mm-hmm. I've been in these streets trying to, you know, get this new gig and trust. Mm-hmm. I'm interviewing, but at the same time, my life ain't stopping because I'm still working exactly. you know, festivals, still doing my own projects. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it just goes to show that the way that the world keep worlding, regardless of what you got going on, it's it's real. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get wrapped mm-hmm. up in all the happenings and, you know, mm-hmm. you get lost. <laughs> I'm with that 110%. I feel that 110% as well because so many, like, it's just, it's just correct. It's just right. Like, yeah. you're going to have to keep, and I think you said it on here, that you're going to have to keep going towards, you I don't know, You put it a certain way, you're going to do it the same way, but I'm going to say, like, once you've <laughs> opened Pandora's box, we, we, we oh, signal yes. that like it's a bad thing, but once yeah. you open the butter, once you open the Pandora's box and the butterflies are fine, like it's still open. You still don't have to like go through mm-hmm. whatever you wish for when you open that box. That part right there. towards it. And, so. and realizing that's what you actually asked for too. I was like, yeah, I girl. Real time is everything I asked for in undergrad or when I was younger, I'm technically mm-hmm. being handed to me at, in these at moments. I just didn't know this is the way it would play out. So mm-hmm. I said I wanted to be experienced before I got, you know, my master's or doctorate. And I said I wanted to be experienced before, you know, I started teaching people. And trust, mm-hmm. I've experienced enough. And I'm at that point now where it's like, okay, you've learned. Now you pass it off. So mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the ugly, some of those tough times, I was just like, why the fuck is this happening? And it's just like, baby, you literally asked for this and didn't know you were asking for it. Didn't know you were uh, asking for it. Mhm. But um, I well, I think yeah, I agree. I feel like a part of me knew I was asking for it. I thought mm-hmm. that I had already gotten it, 
mm. realized that it wasn't it. And now right. it's happening, and I'm not able to control it. And I got to be part- okay with that. <laughs> I got to be okay with that. Because the first time it happened, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I know exactly what's happening. I've already talked to God. I already knew this plan was coming. And it, did, it turned out not to be it. Yeah. And now things are just happening. Well, and I'm literally that- like, mm. okay, I guess this does fit inside of what it I does. said. So I'm just going to just go with it. You yeah, know, that's right there. And I and I know how to get myself out of this, so I'm okay. I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. You know, like that's where I'm at. Weird, yeah. but it's wrong. No, it, it ain't weird. It it it's it's true. The same shit's happening with me. Shit is happening so quick and coming to me, and it's just like I don't know. It's just like, what do you do with it when when the universe brings it to your doorstep mm. and at a fast rate? When mm. these different choices are literally being handed to you at lightning speed, and it's like, mm. pick one. Which where are you going? Okay, yes come no? on. Give me, give me three. Give me three. <laughs> what do you do with it when life when life <laughs> when life just runs directly at you? I need like let's do three answers each. We can go one at a time. Child, when what do life you do? One, my first thing, my first instinct is actually to stop. Like, stop mm. and breathe is, mm. is number one. Because if you're just mm. trying to take it as it comes and just, you know, give it a quick answer, don't do that. Even though life is moving that quick, I feel like that's a test in patience to be like, all right, yes, it's coming this fast, mm-hmm. but how are you going to figure out what you're going to do? So stop and breathe is number one for me. Mm. Stop breathing in a no, there's only one time that you said stop. I did. But stop right. breathing. That's this I love. So I love okay. it. Let's keep it. Okay. <laughs> so, because it summed it all up and just, bam, gave me the thing. Gave me the rhythm. <laughs> I loved it. My, my number one is going to be believe. Not only in yourself, mm. but in all the forces around you. Okay. Because, like, you've done the work. You've yeah. created the relationships. You're not going to be the one that's going to be able to pull yourself through whatever it is you're trying to get to. Somebody right. is going to have to reach out their hand, and you can't be like, you can't be shady to that. I'll just use the yeah. term I can come up with. You got to be open to it. You got to believe. You got to believe in it. When right. it's running, like when it's coming your way, you just got to keep believing that whatever it is, it's helping you get to whatever that next step is. Right. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. That makes total sense, actually. Mm. I love that. Mm. Believe. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. so that's one What's and one number two. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's your number two? Mm-hmm. I'm listening. And ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna I, feel my apple I love it. Stop, breathe, assess, and believe. After you believe all the forces around you, I say mm-hmm. prioritize. Prioritize because I know we all, especially as creatives. We have Ooh. so many things we want to start at the same time. Mm-hmm, so we got to figure mm-hmm. out which one is the most important. And it's truly the most important. So prioritize and know that if something falls below that top three, or I'll say top five for our ambitious people, if something falls below the top five list, then technically it's not needing any attention right now. You need to take mm. the most immediate thing. Mm-hmm. So prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. After you believe, you need to prioritize. <laughs> mm. I like this list. Okay, number two for me. I'm not gonna be able to repeat it because I'm not. I'm not good like that. Like you, that was that was amazing. <laughs> what you just did. So I'm just gonna point that out, people. I can't do that. 
The next one for me is going to be write. You mm. need to write it down. Yes. You need to write down what's happening to you, what's occurring, so that you mm-hmm. time to go back, look, mm-hmm. read, assess, which is what I think you said here, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. apply. Because you, need to, you mm. need to write and apply. Mm. You need to write and, and then apply. And that's yeah. going to lead right that's, into yeah. my third thing, which is <laughs> execute. Oh, you, baby. You wrote it down. Now just fucking Come do on. it. Come execute. on now. Come on now. Just do the Come damn thing. Literally, do Come the damn now. thing. Come on now. Come on now. And that leads to my next one is when you execute, you have to be what? Fearless. Because you're not going to get through the execution. Yeah. <laughs> if you're holding on to any baggage that causes you fear, rejection, uh-huh. pain, uh-huh. ignorance, abandonment, uh-huh. all of uh-huh. those things, you're going to uh-huh. have to let them go. You have to be fearless with it. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Amen. That was my number three. Three. That's it. That was the thing. <laughs> oh my God. And so if you if we take it from the top, and let me see if I can remember this. Oh look, oh look. If stop. Not, I'm gonna put it in. No, I'm gonna do it. Help me out. Stop, <laughs> breathe, uh-huh. and assess. Uh-huh. You believe. You yes. gotta believe, yes. Uh-huh. And you mm-hmm. must prioritize. Uh-huh. You gotta write prioritize, it down. Prioritize, you write that Come shit down. Come on now. Write and it then down. when you write it down, you write gotta execute. Down. But when you execute, you better do that shit. Fearlessly, bitch. That's a whole motherfucking list. Fucking do it. I'm in the grocery store just praising the Jesus. Come on now. (laughs) You gotta do do it. it. Girl, I want some barbecue chips. Really? That's a barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find the barbecue I want though. That's why I'm mad. Baby. I want a barbecue ruffle. Come on now with the word. Amen. That's what you gotta do. That's what you got to do. And know that, and I'm going to take it a step further, but Mm, know that once you go through all that and you have completed, you know, the task or done the thing, then once you've knocked that out the list, then something else can be prioritized. You can move something else up. Exactly. Just go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning Mm -hmm. of that list and start over. Start all over again. Okay. And you just keep, it's a cycle. It's a a healthy cycle. It's going. It's a cycle, but it don't gotta be a circle. Let me tell you that. Come, oh, come on! Come on now! It's a cycle, but it don't gotta be a circle. There should it be a natural gotta, progression, you know honey, not a regression. You Amen. Know what I mean? It's a cycle, not a circle. But it don't gotta be a circle. Mm. I know that's right. I say. I'm just speechless. What? Sorry, y'all. Girl, what, what they doing? Children, child. Children in the stuff. You gotta let the kids be kids, girl. Girl, let the let children be children. Let, let, them, let them play in the stuff. There are a lot okay. of children that didn't get the opportunity to be a child. Mm-hmm. And you could tell. Yeah. You talking about them grown ass kids. That's what she's talking about. I am. Yeah, I know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not getting involved. We just don't had such a great it? moment. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna acknowledge. You don't want to get into it? But crave acknowledgement, girl. They crave acknowledgement. I'm not acknowledging them. Honey. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's, what they, that's what they want. That's what they need. No. They want the love that they was never given or never felt that's like they received. exactly what they would like. And I'm not you ain't giving gonna give it to them. I'm not, I'm not giving it to you no more. 
Okay. You need to you need to you need to go on on and get on out of that out of that. If that's you listening, get on out of that. Your mom and daddy don't owe you shit. They don't, but honestly, okay, I it's that end of the spectrum, but it's also the other end, and I don't know how I keep running into these types. I'm not oh, you know upset about it, but it is what it is. But mm-hmm. there are some kids that were just forced to be, you know, more mature because you know their parents were not great parents. I mean, I agree, but who is a great parent? I'm not what talking about like the ones that actually try. I'm talking about the ones that have just like chose drugs over their kids for a long time. Oh yeah. Like, or chose whatever vice <gasps> over their kids for a long time, and then their kids have to, you know, be okay with that and jump into a very mature world because it's just like well, mommy or daddy is doing having their special, you know, release time, whether mm-hmm. that's drugs, whether that's alcohol, whatever, they had to mm-hmm. figure out how to be without. Mm-hmm. And it's just like those kind of people you can tell in a in a good slash bad way because they're the most responsible. They will take care of the shit, but it's also hard. They're so used to doing shit on their own. I mean, I agree with that, but I think we talked about it. And yeah, I said this in the last podcast, especially when I said this in, in a few days ago. Um, uh, as some somebody has to teach. Oh, wait, hold on, because it's on the tip of my tongue, but I'm Touch trying to look up this apple. Hold on. Not the apple. <laughs> I'm trying to get the apple. Um, this apple, girl. The apple. I'm about to get this banana. I, I hear it. I hear it. I hear I hear that they need guidance, and they still need it. And I think that's yeah. a different, for me at least, that's a different kind of person. Yeah. Then the one that I was talking about, I'm talking about the one who yeah. like knows and has been given the tools to oh, yeah, no, move not forward and they're not moving. But for the ones who like truly don't have access to yeah. that kind of love, that parental love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I, a no. You, yeah. No, it's still no, it's a yes. Oh like, it's a yes for me. Like you need that, you you need that love, you need that care, you need that support. But don't get it from somebody who don't want to give it. Yes. You know That's what I'm saying? Because yeah. you get it from somebody who don't want to get it, then who you give it you taking it from somebody who doesn't want to give it, then it's always gonna be you're not learning what needs to be learned. And I think I'm yeah. I'm getting a lot of that at the place that I'm working now because there are so many teenagers there and so many people yeah. there in their 20s and yeah. like early 20s late teens who need that kind of support mm-hmm. who need that kind of help who because their parents did choose a different life and maybe their parents want to be a better person they don't know how well oh jesus Whew. that that yeah 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 we got to be there for those people y'all we can't yeah. just go on to the wayside but it's if just, you one of those and you've learned everything you needed to learn, girl, and you still out here trying to act like a child, I don't have time for it. Well, yeah. Nah, I just whether both extremes is just it's it's tricky because you can't control what you know family you were born into. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's where it's just like you have one or two choices. Either you can continue to blame you know, the environment you were born into or you take, you know, a stand and be like, you know what, I'm not going to be a product of this or I'm not going to allow this to continue to weigh me down as I try to, you know, seek growth and enlightenment. And I feel like, you know, those in those didn't come up in the best friendship or whatever. They mm-hmm. definitely fall into those two categories where one of them tries to play the blame game and Angola has siblings that do this. They try to play the blame game because it's to blame, you know, oh, 
mama didn't do this, dad didn't do this, or y'all always favorite X, Y, and Z, and it's just like, but baby, whether that's true or not, you're a grown-ass person, you have the power to change and to help and all that jazz and leave that shit behind. So there's that category. Another category where all you knew was taking care of the family, and this is like the category I put my oldest sister in, all you knew was taking care of the family. That's all you knew is being a caretaker, take care of being a like mother figure at a young age where you know she helped our parents do what they need to do and when you don't know anything else i don't know you almost kind of before you even get your own family you're already like worn down because you always got to play that super woman next to you know the mom dad and home and so that person is going to a certain level of love and attention because they've been giving it all their fucking life and like you said if you ain't got the power to, you know, give that to that person, then you know, you ain't supposed to be with them. <laughs> like, no. but hmm. it's just like, it's, it's tricky because it's like two different things that's out of both of the different categorized people's control, yet one person takes ownership of, you know, their life and trajectory, while the other wants to just play the victim and want to continue to blame people and think that that's going to make them feel better when in all actuality it's not. Mm. But mm. Two different extremes. It's it's interesting to see, you know, continue to meet people that falls in either of those categories or maybe even in the middle where it's like a little bit of, you know, everything. But it's just like, it's interesting to see how people maneuver and communicate based off of their family unit and what, you know, their place was in it, if that makes sense. I don't think we get them. I don't know either. (laughs) I have no idea either because that's what I was just thinking about earlier. But you were talking, I was like, it don't matter, we're here. So, we my thing is, it's an interesting dynamic. And it's one that I often challenge mm-hmm. because, and I think I wrote about this today. My dad didn't really raise me with like an emotional kind of love. Okay. It was more like a disciplinary one and yes. a physical one. Like, yes. We, I mean, no, not physical, material. It yep. was more like a material one and like a disciplinary thing. Okay. I didn't get that emotional side. And so today I was like, I think the reason why I love listening to male R&B vocalists, mm-hmm. especially the ones in like the Kims, the Ushers, yes, the yes. the, the Vandrosses, like the, yes. the Tyrese's, the, like I know he's problematic, but like I'm just saying, like I think I like hearing them because they come from like this male perspective. Yes. That I've never had to understand. Yeah. So like just thinking about it from like a, I don't know how I got to that, but like just parents in general, like I think about like that bird on the island. So mm-hmm. the mama had the bird, she put it on the island, she fell okay. on the egg for months or for weeks, however long it takes. And then she flies away before it hatches. The bird hatches mm-hmm. and by the time the bird hatches and has aged a little bit, the mother bird finally comes back to feed her offspring and to mm. train it for mm. maybe like three to six days. And then yeah. it's gone again. Then, then they got to fly? That's it. They just have to fly. And so, I don't know. Like I'm hoping that as we continue on in the future, this is going to sound really fucked up, but it's where my brain is going. I'm going to say it. Parents okay. are just like less needed. But like, like the education or the sustenance for getting outside of the home is just better. 
if that makes sense. It to does. where, to where, like, and I know it's it's a, it's a far reach, right? It's a very very yeah. far reach. I understand that. Okay? I understand it's a very far reach. But I think, like, as you as you get older, at least that's where my mind switched. My mind switched over to, okay, well, I know y'all, I know for a fact you didn't do enough. Yeah. But what can I take from you that you did do? Yes. And then how do I want to apply that to my own life? Correct. And then walk this way, which is where kind of like me moving to Boston came from. Like I needed to create my own identity. Yeah. I think something you brought up though in that conversation was for the people who haven't gotten to that revolution or that or that place. Mm-hmm. How how do we provide support so people so that they can get there? And whose job is it to provide that support to them so that they can yeah. get there? Because most of the time, they're be in relationships they don't need to be in at the mm-hmm. time of somebody else's life. Well, anyway, don't know how we got there, but you should write it down. We <laughs> should write it down and be fearless. We got there because life stays lifing, and you can be talking about one thing, and the way that it's interconnected and interlocked to a whole other subject is that's that's divinity in its purest form. It's just it's all connected, even when you think it has no relation or connectivity. But actually, it truly does connect if you really take it back. Because if we take Mm. it back, what we're talking about is like, what do you do when like? You're going balls to the wall, and you're getting ready to hit the wall. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And in that moment, like, and what we were just talking about with the familial thing and your place, that could be your journey. Honey, journey. That keeps coming back up. I had a professor at the theater school that told us all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed theater and Broadway hopeful um, that life is it's a journey. And your journey different than you know everyone else's journey but don't think of it as a race it's truly a journey mm-hmm. and it's specific to you specific to your goals specific to your well-being and it's not mm-hmm. gonna look like else's and i was just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay girl but she that, that has been true to the freaking core miss dr Parrish. ain't gonna lie that was my bitch i ain't never told her she was my bitch because i can't tell mm-hmm. you know an old white you know, it's, it's you can tell them, girl. You can tell them. You can tell them. It's twenty twenty three. You can tell them now. <laughs> well, you can tell them now. Go on and call it up. Be like, I can tell that white distinguished, nakedish woman that she my bitch. You'd be like, you need just to hear that song. Come you on. <laughs> no, Doctor mm-hmm. Paris was something else. She was. She definitely was like, baby, if you don't make this shit your own, just make it your own. That was one white lady that got mad at me because I didn't call her when I really needed some help. And mm-hmm. I was like, girl, I didn't know I had Kwame, the next mm-hmm. time you find yourself in trouble knew, girl. and you in Natchitoches, Louisiana, I better be one of your first phone calls. I said, okay, okay, Dr. P. Okay, girl. <laughs> I didn't know, girl, knew, I was girl. a black boy. I didn't know I had access to the privilege, girl. <laughs> you already knew. But yeah, that's the journey though. I love it. I'm here for it. Mm. I love it. I'm here for it. So what's this week bringing, honey? What you got on this week? This week, this week, this week, this week. So Francis left. Um I think even when you left Boston, like it it was like it was like a 
a rekindling of one spirit. It was a rekindling of my own spirit. Okay. To be like, ah, this is why we're here. Ah, mm-hmm. I remember. This is why I'm on this journey. Mm-hmm. So this week for me, with my process, I'm in week 13, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's back to basics for me. Okay. Um, the boys are here, so I ate all out of crazy. I ate all out of whack. <laughs> of course. I wish I did yesterday. I did go to the gym. You know, I was very lackadaisical. Okay. I had alcohol here and there. So I had a good time. Okay. But I know, like, this week for me, it's just getting back to it, getting back into my rhythm. School's getting ready to start. I got one, one week till school starts. They released my classes. I see my schedule. I felt a little overwhelmed today. But mm-hmm. as I go on to this week, it's really getting the supplies I need for school, setting myself back up with the routine of being in the gym at least one hour a day. And, um, yeah. Solidifying my schedule at the restaurant. I love that. getting ready to start. Uh, it and, is. Um, it is yeah, that's, that's literally it, friend. That's what I, I thought this week is in store for me. I love that. Um, yeah. How about you? Well, we open, the festival opens this Thursday, which it's open to a sold out house. Um mm-hmm. I should have got my ticket ahead of time. I did not. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go opening just to get the girls right. Well, you know, some pre-show work. Um, and then I'm going to dip out. And then mm-hmm. Friday, I'll see it with the actual owner of the theater, which is a good friend of mine. Um, oh, and I'm just talking very vague. So if you're in Chicago, um, near the <laughs> south side, uh, and ever heard of the Perceptions Theater, uh, the one of the co-owners is two co-owners. is uh, my good friend. Oh, both of them are my good friend at this point. But Maisha Tierra McGarner. Uh, mm-hmm. And Miss Jerlon, I don't know her last name, but they call her Che. Um, and we are opening a BIPOC play festival. And for those that don't know, that is mm-hmm. Black, Indigenous, people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's stories very specific to that community. Um, six new playwrights, six directors, an array of actors all exploring these bi and queer stories. Um, and that opens this uh, Thursday. And so I'll watch that, of course. Um, tomorrow morning, I have my interview with the new president of the Apollo Theater. So we'll mm-hmm. see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will be on my way back to, you know, good old New York. Um, just so that I'm in place to start even more work with intimacy directing that's going to be of my own uh, fruition and intuition and all that other mm-hmm. jazz i'm actually gonna be looking into um who my first i won't say subject but who my first talent will be um because i want individual intimacy i will be reaching out to people seeing if they want to just you know join my journey of this you know intimacy directing for stage and possibly film um mm-hmm. I feel like they'll end up bleeding into each other um and then just talking to that person about you know rehearsals the spaces I want to use, scouting spaces I want to use, um, and just going from there. So I love them. Yeah, I love them. We're gonna get into it, and me trying to get used to posting more on social media too, because yeah. it takes a lot of energy to fucking do that. Yeah. Trust your gut, lead with your intuition. The end. Well, do what thank you. you do with that. <laughs> yeah. Do what you gotta do with that. Okay, Christopher, you said it. You're right. You're right. Right. Your gut, lead with your, intuition. with your intuition. I got it. Yeah. I want that on the shirt. Flow like that's all you can do. Trust, 
that's a journey in itself. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to ask my brother actually to make me a shirt with that on it. Trust your gut. I'm down. You're into it. Got it. I'm not bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't. Do. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. No problem. Girl. Y'all no heard problem. it here first. Trust your gut. Lead with your intuition. Okay. Came from the great and wise Christopher. He told you. That's a great and wise. I'll take it. Great and wise, honey. The fabulous mm-hmm. and wise. The magnificent and wise. I'll take it. I'm about to go in here and have my chicken salad sandwich mm-hmm. with some chips and a walnut. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go in here. Cereal. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. I wish you would have said that while I was at the store because I would have bought me a whole box of tricks. Oh, baby. Oh, and they got the ones delicious. where like, they're not just the balls. They're the actual you know, fruit shapes that they used to be. So my nostalgia is just going crazy right now. They're the fruit shakes that they used to be. They went back. Yeah, you remember they were originally the fruit shakes, and then they changed to like just the little balls. So I guess they just changed back because I remember for a while when it was just the balls, all of us was tripping because it was just like I remember they were fruit shakes, but they were trying to cut costs and just made them little balls. And now I guess they they flipped it back. I don't know. Mandela effect, mm-hmm. apparently. I like it. I like it a lot. You never know. Okay, my friend, listen. Fuck it up to the tempo of this show, okay? Look, you too. Um, Fuck up the week. We'll check back in. I'll put some more. Actually, that's what I'm going to do when I get up tomorrow. That'll motivate me. I'll put a how I'm feeling before the interview. That's what I I thought about the same thing, but I don't know. We'll see if I'm at We'll see, y'all. We'll see. We gonna see. We gonna do we call in between. Yeah, we'll see. I'll talk to y'all next week. Next week, Well, no, you are talking to forever, but do next week. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye, girl. Bye.